Along your business journey, have you ever had a moment where you looked in the mirror and thought, this is not what I thought success would feel like? I've got the car, I've got the money, I've got the promotion or the title or the things, but you're still unfulfilled. Well, friend, I know that exact feeling because that is what started the ripple effect of this movement of learning to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way. And here's the thing. The world wants you to believe that this this feeling of unsatisfaction means you need to be doing more and you need to go for more and you need to make it happen. No, 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 friends. It's about learning that we cannot anchor our fulfillment in the world, but only in the Lord. And that's where we're going this month on the podcast. And it's perfect timing because it is the month of Easter, and we're going to be weaving the story of resurrection into this as well. So grab your pen and paper, and let's go. Hey, friend. Welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast, Taylor Made for Christian Business Women, who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. So did the lead-in to this week's episode kind of get you riled up a little bit? Maybe a little bit uncomfortable, right? Because the world is so loud, and it always wants us to believe that we shouldn't settle. We shouldn't be satisfied. We need to be going for more, and we need to do more, and go get your more, right? So one of the challenges that I faced in 2014 is I had great success in my network marketing business, but I was so unfulfilled. And I got to a place where financially we were struggling. So the numbers on paper were not totally matching the numbers in my bank account. We made some poor financial decisions at the time. And I woke up and I remember feeling like, this is it. Like, this is not what I bargained for. And as a recovering driver, striver, and achievement chaser... I really struggled with always going for the next achievement and the next achievement and the next achievement because I never wanted to feel like I was settling. And though I didn't realize it then, I certainly can look back now and see that the enemy had a tight grip on me telling me and and me thinking that I was lazy and nothing was working and I just needed to just do more, right? So If you haven't read my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart, it is really all about that story and me reaching out to a mentor whom I fondly refer to as the Velvet Hammer in the book, an incredible woman of Christ, who woke me up with a question, do I know who I am and whose I am? Whom do I belong to? Because I don't belong to myself. And 
being self-reliant for so long, it was so hard to surrender. But what I couldn't see is that I had anchored all of my fulfillment in the next goal and the next promotion and the next, 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 all of things of the world. And so it is really challenging to us, whether you've been a Christian your whole life or you came to saving grace in Jesus late in life, like I did, it is a challenge for us to really define our fulfillment fully in the Lord sometimes. And so this month, this month of Easter, if you're listening to this, it's April, 2022, we are going to talk about fulfillment. We're going to apply the four keys framework. So if you're new here, welcome. We have this incredible tool called the four keys to redefine hustle. The link is in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see the link on the screen. So I encourage you to go grab that. And it is all about how we can unchain ourselves from overwhelm and overachievement and unfulfillment by anchoring ourselves and unlocking the doors to clarity, serenity, and fulfillment with these four keys, define, direct, discipline, and develop. So each month on the podcast, almost every month, I use these four keys to really dig into the topic that we're covering. So that's exactly where we're going to go this month with the topic of fulfillment. We are going to be bringing, obviously, Jesus to the table. We always do for, you know, practical biblical business topics and tactics and tips. And this month, especially because we're we're going to circle around to how the resurrection fulfills us and gives us freedom. And what does that mean for us in our business? So if you have your Bible ready, I'm going to be taking you through some scriptures. And here's the thing, friend, you do not have to be flipping through everything at once because all of the scriptures are listed in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you're going to see them pop up on the screen. But this week we're talking about how do we define fulfillment? So first, let's start with that definition. So fulfillment, according to Word Hippo, is the act of fulfilling, like the actual act of it, or the state or quality of being fulfilled. It's completion. It's realization. And you may think completion, well, I haven't reached that next goal yet. But that's exactly the point. It's it's what just, um, Jordan, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, what Jordan Rayner says in his book, Redeeming Your Time. I, I'm going to paraphrase. So forgive me, Jordan. <laughs> forgive me. But what he says in his book is that like even the most prolific musical geniuses die with symphonies unwritten. So friend, you are never going to complete all of the goals and the vision that that God has given you in this lifetime on this side of heaven. So let's just accept that, right? But this completion means we are completed in him because he is our portion. We don't have to go for the next goal to prove anything to the Lord, to prove our worthiness in him. We don't have to go for the next thing to prove that we're successful because success to the Lord, if you've been following along for a while now, you'll know is very different than the world's definition. It's why around here we talk about entrepreneurs aligning their results to God's truth. That's what heart stands for, that I help them do that. It's it's why we talk about redefining hustle and allowing Jesus to be our model. Although hustle is not a word in the Bible, but you can you can go back and listen to uh, some of my other episodes on that. 
it's why we talk about pursuing success God's way and fulfillment is the huge part of that. So this act of being complete, regardless of what the world says, regardless of what the numbers say, regardless of what the title is, that we are complete in him. So if you're ready, we're going to start to unpack scripture. So I want to share with you, I was doing my research on this, and of course I was looking at, at the Bible, and I found a really incredible blog post by an author. Her name, I'm the link is in the show notes so that you can read the blog post, but her name is Cla- Carrie Clarenso. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know that she'll ever hear this. She is the author of Secrets, Transforming Your Life and Marriage. It was published by Gospel Publishing House back in 2009, but the title of this blog is Finding Fulfillment in God. Well, I, I loved that. And this is what she starts with, and she really digs into Psalm 63 verses one through eight. So I'm going to read this to you, but in a later episode this month, we're, we're going to utilize what she's put together and unpack it a little bit. So thank you, Carrie. I hope someday we cross paths. This is what Psalm 63 verses one through eight says, Oh God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in your sanctuary and gazed upon your power and glory. Your unfailing love is better than life itself. How I praise you. I praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. I lie awake thinking of you, meditating on you through the night because you are my helper. I sing for joy in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. That's in the New Living Translation. One of the things that that I I pulled out of this is that we have some some great desires as human beings. And Carrie talks about in in her blog post that four of those are security identity, acceptance, and purpose. I'm going to take that backwards for just a second. So we all long to know what our purpose is. We all long for clarity around that, right? And I follow an amazing group called She Works His Way. That link to their Instagram will be in the show notes as well. And what they talk about is that we really have two main purposes as Christians, to love people and to make disciples. Okay. So let's put that aside for a second uh, and, and know that your business is a vehicle for doing that. Your business is a vehicle where you intersect with people who may never know Jesus, but you are his reflection and you may be all the Jesus that they ever know. And so your purpose in your business, your mission in the marketplace, as my friend Avery Forrest says, is really loving people and making disciples, right? And loving Jesus and making disciples. Like this is what we do. Okay, but in addition to that, this idea of wanting security often drives us to build businesses, right? We want financial security. We want time security. 
Um, we want something for ourselves. Sometimes we like to say, especially as moms and as women, you know, we want to step out and we want to own our business. So, so we have something that we've created and to create is very much aligned to walking with the Lord. He created first, right? But often the challenge is we tie our identity and our security and even our acceptance to what's happening in our business. And what that means is that when things are great, we're on top of the world. And when things stink, we are on the floor or in the gutter of our minds thinking, that, you know, we we are awful and we cannot succeed in all of these things. So fulfillment is really about defining this God's way. So let's let's go to some scripture and see what God says about how he fulfills us. So in Exodus 15, 2. This is the song of Moses that he and the children of Israel sang to the Lord. And it says in verse two, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. He is above all else. Very often what we do in our business is we make it our idol. That was my story. I absolutely made my business and the money that I was making my idol, my savior, in fact, right? And so knowing that our fulfillment doesn't come from the world, but comes from him alone is how we define fulfillment, how we use that first key to understand how are we defining our fulfillment? Are we only defining our fulfillment in the things and the stuff and, and the accomplishments and the achievements? And if we are, how do we get back on track so that we can repent from that and turn to the Lord and say, Lord, you are my portion. And this is what it says in Lamentations 3, 23. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. I'm not telling you to be hopeless in your business. I'm, I'm not telling you to not dream or hope or set goals. But what I'm telling you is your hope is in the Lord because he is your portion. Friend, that next promotion is not your portion. That title is not your portion. That next client is not your portion. Just like if you didn't have it, that that doesn't mean that you're empty, right? I like to describe my journey as trying to fill this hole with stuff and titles and things and money, but it was a God-shaped hole and he was waiting for me to be fulfilled in him. All right, so that was Lamentations 3, 24. Now let's go over to Psalms because there's so many. We talked about Psalm 63 but oh my goodness, are there just so many here. So here's where we're going. In Psalm 62, verses two and verse six, it says, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. I shall not be moved by the what's happening in my business. I shall not be moved when that person tells me no or that client decides to leave because I find that he is my rock and my fulfillment. And then in verse six, it says it again. Actually, verses five and six, I want to give you that. My soul, wait silently for God alone, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. And again, it says, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. Dr. Charles Stanley says, prayer is not for show. We should not attempt to earn his love and blessings through it but we should enjoy his presence and eagerly listen for his voice to be fulfilled by what he's telling us. And next week, we're going to talk about how he directs us. Let's go over to Psalm 73, verse 26. 
And it says this, my flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever, forever. We tend to find our strength and our portion in our business, in our spouse, in our loved ones, in our children, right? But all of those are just given to us to steward. They are not to be the be all end all. They are not to be the main thing. And we know that our flesh and our heart will fail. And that is why finding and defining our fulfillment in him is so critical to building a kingdom business because we can get very easily distracted and off track when we're trying to build it for the accolades, right? Okay, let's go over to Psalm 119. And in verse 57, it says, you are my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep your words. I have said that I would store your word in my heart. I have said, I'm adding these pieces to it, but that, that I will seek you with my whole heart because you are my portion. Now let's go over to the New Testament. So when I was doing my research, this was very powerful that I found in John. So we are going to go to John 8, verse 54. <clears throat> now, um, let me get to it. You hear me turning my pages of my Bible. And this section is called, Before Abraham Was, I Am. The Great I Am, Our Lord, the Great I Am. And Jesus says this, the just before him, the Jews are, you know, saying he has a demon and that Abraham is dead and, um, you know, calling him out and saying that he's like blaspheming. And he says, they say to him in 53, are you greater than our father Abraham who is dead? And the prophets are dead. Who do you make yourself out to be? Like, who do you think you are? And this is what Jesus answered. If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father who honors me of whom you say that he is your God. Let, let's just stop here for just a second. If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. If we are depending on our achievement, if we are giving ourselves the accolades, if we are honoring ourselves, then our honor is nothing. It is God who defines us. It is God who defines your identity. It is God who defines what success is. It is God who defines your fulfillment because he is your fulfillment. He is your portion. I'm not telling you not to celebrate. Again, I want to reiterate this. I'm not telling you not to celebrate. I'm not telling you not to set the goals. I'm not telling you not to build a business and put a strategy in place to make money. That is not what I'm saying. But if those are the things you're finding your fulfillment in, friend, that's exactly where I was for the bulk of my life. Hear me that he is your portion and we define fulfillment by finding our portion in him. Remember, if our great needs of security, identity, and acceptance are really rooted and anchored in how the world defines it, the parameters that we have to live up to, the goals that we have to reach, if that is where we're finding our fulfillment, we will falter every time because we are to find our fulfillment in him. Mm, this is a powerful word. I, I'm taking it in myself and reminding myself the next time I'm fretting over like who watched my reel on Instagram or who's listening to my podcast. No, no, no. Friend, find your fulfillment in the Lord because he is the definition. That is your first key. 
to allow him to be how you define fulfillment in your business. Yes, go for the goals. Yes, create the strategy. Yes, build a thriving kingdom business to honor and glorify him, to serve others, and to create a legacy of a ripple effect. But don't tie your identity and your fulfillment to that. Because remember, we have to be pliable. We have to allow the Lord to direct and redirect us. Remember last month, we talked about him being our GPS, our great positioning shepherd, and that we do have to step out and walk. We do have to take the action, but to allow him to redirect us. We can only do that if we're finding our fulfillment in him. Because friend, he knows the end of the story. I was listening to a version um, daily verse today, and it... Um, I'm going to find that here. I don't think I can send you the link, but on the day that I'm recording this, the the verse is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, which you are familiar with, to trust in the Lord with all your heart. And it was done by Jerry Flowers of Refined TV. And here's what he said. God is working in chapter 22 for what you're going through in chapter 15. Like you're in chapter 15 of your life, of your journey, of, of, of what have you. And it's not making sense to you. And maybe the results aren't happening the way you thought or whatever, but God knows what's gonna happen in chapter 22. And what he's doing right now in chapter 15 is setting you up for that. So he has already fulfilled that for you, friend. So tune in to him, tune out the world, turn, tune into God and turn up your focus. That is my prayer for you. So until next time, work on that. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Hey, it's the first month of Q2. And you may be thinking, I have not even put my strategy in place and I don't know where to start. Well, friend, I have got a free tool that will help you. It is my 90-day mission plan tool. And it is a simple one-sheet exercise that will help you boil down all of those thoughts and ideas that you've got for the next quarter into actionable steps. It is the same exercise that we do every quarter in the Rooted Group Coaching Membership. So grab it at the show notes below. The link is right there so that you can start working on Q2 today. And even if you're hearing this towards the end of April, it's never too late to plan your next 90 days. Go grab that tool today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle With Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.